Hello, welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. This week we watched season 12, episode 2 of The Real Housewives of New York with actress Zuzana Shutkovsky and comedian Damon Millard. Zuzana is best known for her roles of Dorada in Gossip Girl and Nurse Pell on The Nick, but she has also appeared on numerous shows including Search Party, Girls, Law and & Order, and Sopranos. She has also appeared in a variety of movies and off-Broadway plays. Damon is a Brooklyn-based comedian who regularly appears at clubs and indie shows throughout New York. He is a nationally touring headliner, founder and producer for Punching Bag Comedy, a weekly New York stand-up showcase, and is the executive producer for Muscle Spasms, a comedy exercise video podcast on the Be Frank Network. You can follow Zuzana on Twitter and Instagram at Zuzana Wanda and Damon on Instagram at Punching Bag Comedy. Please follow us on Twitter at TO underscore pod and on Instagram at Welcome to Reality MKE. You can follow Ryan at Kidoba Gooding Jr. on Twitter. Please subscribe and download and please write reviews wherever you get your podcasts for our show. And now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Reality. I'm Ryan Mason. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. And we are still quarantined, uh, but we're still going and putting out episodes. We're safer at home. We're safer at yeah, home we're not in Wisconsin. That's what our <laughs> government has mandated in the fine state of Wisconsin. Um, but we're lucky enough because this week we uh, forced some friends to watch Real Housewives of New York mm-hmm. uh, and two people who I know that have a long history with uh, New York. We're joined by Damon Millard. Hey, <laughs> For, Damon is a is a comedian, a stand up comedian. He is like the first person to ever say, "Ryan, you can be on a, a comedy show." So we have a long Aww. and storied history of doing comedy together. Uh, and he is quarantined together uh, with Zusana Shotkovsky. Did I do it right? You did really well. That was actually oh. one of the bigger successes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, both of you are have lived in New York for a, a long period of time, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, and both of you work in the world of performing too, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Damon's like, yeah, I still yeah. am doing the thing. How long have you been doing comedy for? Uh, ten and a half. Wow. Ten and a half long years, buddy. Yeah. I guess I, I'm waiting for you to quit at this point so that I can quit. You know, that's like, that's the goal, but you just keep going, which is. I can't stop. I, I, it's too, too long now. <laughs> yeah, it is. Too, it's, too, it's like when you become a pirate, right? Like if you, <laughs> if you like were a pirate for a couple of years, you couldn't be like, I'm tired of being a pirate. Like you're yeah. just, you have too many skeletons in the closet. Yeah. Literally. Like, Hey, you still doing that pirating thing? <laughs> Oh, no, I didn't really work out. I pirate on the side. Yeah. (laughs) Ever since my parrot died, I, you know, I just couldn't do it. Didn't feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we can't do any comedy. So this is, like, nice to be able to actually engage with people. And um, our show is about introducing people to reality TV. Um, Uh, Also, like, before, I'm going to interrupt you because you just, like, powered through Zuzana. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. This is very sexist. It's so familiar, like, talking to Damon. It's like... (laughs) Thank you very much. Me and Damon much. talking to each other in a bar. You, you, uh, gir- this section of the podcast we call girl talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, um, so Damon told me you were on Gossip Girl, and I definitely was very excited to talk to you about that. 
good. <laughs> Can you tell me about that? Like, just yeah. give me like your best three stories oh, or man. two stories. Three might be too many. Am <laughs> I fangirling? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have any juicy stories other than that. I was just like this at the time I was 28 when I started on that show and I was supposed to be playing like an old lady <laughs> and I was like six years older than the stars of the show and they um treated me like I was an old granny <laughs> so, right. you know it was funny because I was the oldest um sort of adult on the in the cast basically um no I don't know it was fun the, they were sweet and you know nothing too juicy happened per mm. se um so I have a, there's a connection here because Tinsley Mortimer apparently was on an episode of Gossip Girl. Did you meet her? Tell me everything. You know what? I didn't meet her, but I remember that she was, and we would occasionally have like those, um, you know, drop in cameo kind of people. And she was, but at the time she had that other reality show called, I don't know what it was called, Tinsley or something. Yeah, it was like I don't know. About her life. It was called like Socialite. And yes so yeah she had her crew like follow her I think onto the Gossip Girl set gotcha because I I feel like I like heard that that reality show of hers was like sort of like pitched as a Gossip Girl but like reality and I don't have any idea if that's true but that like I got really excited and I looked it up and then I realized she was on the show. So I was like, I, maybe I just made that up in my brain. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, no, she definitely played herself on the show because okay. she was of that world. But you know, today when we were like um, looking at Bravo, um, the, they had a marathon today of New York City prep. Oh, God, I know. Because that, that was yes. the actual real life Gossip Girl that they yes. just, like, spin off. And they had like real high school kids from the Upper East Side just <laughs> you know, with their boring lives, trying to make it exciting. Some, someone sent me a message about that and I totally forgot to watch it today because I planned to, I planned to have the day off because we were going to travel, but you know. Now, was that different than what your life was like growing up, Damon? <laughs> it was slightly different. I mean. <laughs> Would you say your schools prepared you for college or for like other things in your life? Well, we had a knife making class, which. <laughs> oh. <laughs> prepare you for life on the streets and yeah uh, that's good yeah. How to Damon's, Damon always has great stories about like growing up in um like upstate New York right like Binghamton area Binghamton. right um and was sort of the first person who was like yeah New York is not like socialites and uh the way that I I see it portrayed on like Real Housewives. Well, I don't know because I heard nobody has tattoos in New York. Now, that I know is not true. Damon, <laughs> nice segue. That, that was, was so a tattoo, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Damon has a Led Zeppelin tattoo, if I'm and not the, mistaken. And Ryan has a horse. Yeah. Yes, that is true. And it's getting bigger every day. You can't see it because of this camera angle, thank God. Um, Ryan does yeah. have the ugliest tattoo I've ever oh, seen. Yeah. Like, it's it's right Hands down. That is oh just, wow! That's this, this is very good visual yeah, good. for. He has a horse tattooed on his uh, like upper body. It doesn't even have a tail. Uh oh. No, it probably did have a tail, and it's just gotten like bigger and bigger. Like as I get older, so now the tail looks like a fourth or fifth leg. You know, like that's what it looks like now. Did you get it for um, free? You didn't pay for that. I hope. I did, but here's the thing. So like I had a friend, this is totally non sequitur, but I had a friend who was like, you should get a tattoo. And I was like, I should get a tattoo. 
and they were like come to my friend he works at a tattoo shop and i was like that sounds like a great deal and like she didn't tell me that he was like a novice tattoo artist and then i was like well i should go get it like redone or whatever and he stopped doing that job altogether like he, he just gave up tattoos. He gave up tattoos. Oh man! So that is something you can quit. Apparently, yeah, is tattoo doing. I'm still doing tattoos. No, I didn't really work out. <laughs> <laughs> you so I did a horse. Uh, I did a couple of zeppelins. <laughs> that was, and then that was it. So, wow. Um, so, do you watch what what reality shows do you watch currently? I love reality shows. I watch The Housewives. I watch. New York is my favorite, um, but I do like uh, the both of the California ones. And I sure. am behind on New Jersey, but I've been in Atlanta, but I'm, you know, in the loop on those. I love all the cooking shows, Top Chef and all that crap. Love Top Chef. Um, 90 Day Fiance. Oh, 90 Day Fiance. Oh, I'm obsessed. Yes. We've been I watching a lot of 90 Day Fiance. I'm a, oh. Your feelings on Big Ed? Do you want to just give <laughs> oh it a Oh my God, what a little lamb he oh, is. Was that the guy without the neck? Yeah, the neck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice. See, I hadn't noticed that, Damon. I've been watching the show and it just, uh, it, to me, he's just a large person, you know? But he's then dating now, a child. <laughs> now that you say that, I, it does seem like he doesn't have a neck. Yeah. Yeah, he has no neck. But it's like that... Um, yeah, and I think the, the most tragic now is poor Yolanda and Williams. Yes. Yes. I mean, tragedy. The fact that she keeps referring to it as an English accent is right. that's very <laughs> troublesome to me. Part. Oh my uh, God. Yeah, that's Well, that's great. So, you, it sounds like you're kind of a super watcher of reality, like a person who, ta- who that's the, the genre you like. Um, Damon, would you say that you're like different from that? I would say I was a little bit different than that. Um, I don't watch any of it on purpose. Um, Right. Same. Right. But I watch all of it peripherally. Yes. So you're like me. Like, I'm usually out in the world going to a show, and then I come home, and I'm like, where's this guy's neck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, is that why? Why is he covered in mayonnaise? (laughs) Who hid this guy's neck, you know? (laughs) Do you think Big Ed, that he was like, Look, I know my nickname is No Neck Ed, but when I get on the show, I'm going to say it's Big Ed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think he changed the narrative for himself. Yeah, that's I you got to root for that. I mean, the thing about Big Ed is I love him, but then I see him like trying to have sex with that woman who looks like a child and it makes me concerned about right. Big and that, Ed. That takes you out of the shows that you love a little bit. <laughs> no, I'll still watch them and love them. Sure, fair. She's not actually a child. When he was massaging the feet, that was disturbing. <laughs> yeah. I would say though, if I if if I want a guy to massage my feet, I'm gonna go with a guy who's low to the ground and <laughs> looks like he can really put some mustard on it, you know? But there's something yeah. about that show where it's like the fact that they are so, that people across the board, I mean, women, men in these shows, that they're so entitled that they think that these um, youthful kind of hotties are mm. there just, you know, and for the taking and that they have, yeah. they're dissuaded by their own self-image. They're never like, you know, maybe that's not... Um, that's not my league or that's not for me. <laughs> yeah. The you know? confidence of the older 
a woman who is dating someone from the Middle East or Africa is always right. like, I'm, I'm always shocked by that confidence. Like, I don't yeah. have that confidence. And yet Angela is like out there being like, I am a catch. Yeah, and- I mean, she, pro- she has convinced herself as much. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the, that show is a far cry, I think, from Real Housewives because <laughs> it is a new thing that like sh- shows up and there's new characters all the time. And Real Housewives is really like an entity that's been consumed by its viewers for like years and years and years. Like there's such a shared history. Ryan, there's a shared history of 90 Day Fiance. There is? There's, there's like so a many episodes. I don't even know. Yeah, it's fine. Really? So the Bachelor, the Bachelor is one that is a real, like there's a whole Bachelor nation. There's no right, right. Lives nation, really. There's a whole group of people out there with no necks. Luzana <laughs> <laughs> went to a party at what's his name's house? The coupon oh, Andy, guy? Andy Cohen. She went to Andy Cohen's. Oh, Andy Cohen's house. What? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. It was, you know, very, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Very what? Like, yeah, it was like a weird. I stayed home and watched the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's a good spot like, oh for you, David. Stories of Andy's home. <laughs> <laughs> she was did like, you did you see the dog? Was Waka there? No, the dog was put away, and this was before the baby. So okay, all right. But the house. It was I would have liked a a pet a dog petting story, but you know, the, I love that your uh, like aside stories have like real depth, and and like I hung out with Andy Cohen, like. Damon and I, as comedians, it's like, guess who I saw barf at a, at a <laughs> comedy club? <laughs> like, I'm sure Damon's like, well, I know a guy who was once a side character on The Man Show, and he, uh, you know, does cocaine. <laughs> my, my best side story about housewives is that and you, you can probably Google this and it would come up, is that there is a picture of me with the Countess Della Seps oh. when I was on Gossip Girl and I um, I went to some kind of event, this is like years ago, and I have a, it was my, my first paparazzi photo that was ever taken of me and it was me and the Countess. And it um. said, Countess meets Dorota from Gossip Girl. And oh, wow. my I forget her daughter's name, but. It's, so it's really cute that like you don't, like I would have that like, like a Sheena sized uh, photo in my house. Like just. <laughs> That would oh, it'd just be me and the countess on every wall, and you're just like, oh, one time you could probably Google it. Like I would have it framed. <laughs> well, I had chicken wings with the guy from Cash Cab. <laughs> That's true. That's awesome. Damon's like, you know what? That is a story that can happen. My cousin met Jim Hacksaw, Jim Duggan. So, <laughs> and because he did so, I got locked out of my car. <laughs> That's, That's good. Uh, I was on the phone with him. Uh-huh. And, uh, I this was in Wisconsin, so of course I had to. I opened the door to get my ice scraper, and uh, <laughs> and so I'm scraping the ice off my car, and he's like, "I met hacksaw Jim Duggan." I'm like, "No way!" And then I accidentally shut my keys in the door. And, See, that's a real story. That's like where the people can relate to it. Like <laughs> meeting beautiful people at cool parties. That's great. But like my granddad's not going to relate to that. You know, he's been locked out of his car, though. The people. Yeah, right. These are the people's stories. Man of the people, David Millard. Um, absolutely. I mean, I think that's like, remind, like hearing you tell your stories too just reminds me of like why you probably watch reality TV and I'm going out into the world to be like, you know what? I got to tell people about 
how I lock my keys in my car. You know, there's some sort of weird uh, thing in like comedians' brains where we're like, you know what's important is telling people about my <laughs> shit, even though I am not important. You know what I mean? At a moment on stage where you're like, why am I telling these people this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Who the Definitely. fuck am I to be like up here with a light on me and like amplified sound telling these people about <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's a it's a sickness but i mean it's obviously comparable to going to uh really extravagant parties and being on actual television um <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah we're all so i guess what i'm saying is we're all on the same level um so that's that's a oh good i don't even leave the house so. so so you watch like the real housewives of new york this is the first season without some of their like signature characters right like bethany well Frankel. bethany left for a bit and then came back okay so i'm familiar with the show do you know who those people are damon no no you know she what i really bethany was. she told me who bethany was today she was the <laughs> okay one, uh, she's uh she was the one that was on shark tank yeah yeah briefly yeah and the i guess the apprentice yep um but no. You know what I found really weird about this episode was how many times they did that like thing where they flashed the person's name and they spun around in a dress and yeah. then I immediately forgot the name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. They like Leah and she'd be like Leah, that's one of them. Every single <laughs> but every like every scene it was like a like the one with the tattoos, right, Damon? <laughs> yeah, the tattoo. Yeah, tattoos really feature heavily in this episode. It was there catchphrases? Yeah, there was catchphrases. But, but Did what do you think of the cat like the taglines this season? I don't really remember any of them. <laughs> the See, here's here's what I think we glossed this over. So I watch all of this peripherally because right. we right. studio apartment and I work on from the desk, which is to the right of the TV. So I don't actually see any of it, but all that squawking like makes sure. it like, through my very <laughs> thick, expensive headphones <laughs> and right into my brain, right to that pain center and it that's the part that i i hate about these shows like when my wife is like so this is comparable i watch a lot of basketball that's like the oh, thing God. i like to watch and my wife is like all i can hear is the fucking squeaking of the sneakers on the floor she's like that is so fucking annoying so like i don't even hear that you know i'm like that's just part of the game and then when she's watching these shows i'm like it's a high-pitched tone of a woman my mom's age yelling about pinot grigio <laughs> i'm like i don't want to hear that like ever you know yeah i agree uh, i think the level of squawking on new york is particularly like high-pitched like provincial like, squawking <laughs> like ramona and sonia can really get get going you know yeah. on the on the loudness scale so zusana do you have a favorite character on this show um, I used to, well, I, I mean, I think I like Dorinda in the sense of that she's an interesting, like, I love the fact that she's so volatile and, yeah. Oh, yeah. um, you know, potentially like dangerous person <laughs> and um, <laughs> she's kind of my fave. I did always, um, like Bethany. I mean, I actually didn't like Bethany, but I liked Bethany's storyline. Sure. Because her life was such a weird that fairy tale phenomenon and she was always so fraught so it was like the better the more money she had the like you know more she would sob and <laughs> yeah i mean yeah she's good tv like she's right. 
she's she's quick witted and kind of mean and <laughs> like she really she really grew in confidence as she as she got money and I and it was it was good whereas like I think Luann really it was it started so high and then slowly kind of felt but I will say that like during this episode at some point I spent approximately 10 minutes yelling at Ryan how I think Dorinda is an icon and she doesn't get the housewives icon status that she deserves like she yeah. she's up there with like a Vanderpump or like you know like oh, definitely she's just so funny there's so many iconic Dorinda moments that I love yeah, she definitely is. And then this, I feel like um, on this episode, the Countess was actually really, um, I feel like. Sober. She, well, yeah, but I feel like she looks a little like different. And I was looking at her, there was a scene, I think she was in the restaurant with, who was she with, Ramona? Ramona. In the Hamptons. And she, like her neck, everything was looking so tight. And she, <laughs> I mean, she just really looked so smoothed out and it seemed to have like in, in, infiltrated her personality to her she was like <laughs> i thought the same thing of that scene like she looked different like i mean she looked yeah. beautiful like the, you know their ho- their housewives are all beautiful whatever but like i thought she looked like particularly like oh maybe she see i'm so dumb about this i'm like i don't realize that work doesn't mean like work work you know like sometimes you can just get your fillers in and it looks good you know i don't know how that all works <laughs> yeah, damon do you know how that stuff arrested. works <laughs> they're talking about uh, facelifts, right? Yeah, I guess. Well, but like fillers, not I mean, like... Even that term is, like, outdated, right? What? Facelift? Facelift is. You can... There's different... Yeah, like, I don't know. I'll Do tell you who needs this? to get their face lifted is uh, Big Ed. Just lift that up a couple <laughs> inches. Yeah. He yeah. needs a net, one of those neck tucks. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, what if it's, like, some tragic injury that, like... Oh, I hope it is. Uh, I get Explain. I thought it was a condition, and they never got around to explain. Yeah. Is that true? I they have heard. like a live version of He Man. He could play that the the guy, the little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always think that he looks like a character from Frank Miller's Sin City, like a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I love that you say like, "What if it was a tragic accident?" Well, it's like ah, I know that would be terrible, but he also <laughs> he has some problems himself. Like, but to me, the accident is like he lifts a giant trunk up over his head, and then all of a sudden he drops. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just stays like that. Oh. If that's the accident that left him in the state of being Big Ed, it's hilarious. That's what I'm saying. His injuries are hilarious. That's the problem. Um, Luann, Luann being like um, sort of put back together and like being sober and um, being her old self is really funny. Um, but I also do miss sort of like a little bit of uh, like, are you happy for her? Like, what, what what's your feeling there? Well, I'm really looking forward to that episode when they, they teased it last week, where she like drank out of the vodka glass. Yeah. You know, and they were like, that's vodka, don't do it. And then she like drinks it. Has, like, she a like little... so proudly drinks. Yeah. She's I like, watch this. I can't wait to see her relapse, right? Well, because I feel <laughs> like good TV right there. Well, she's in a complicated situation because she made a sort of public pronouncement of her sobriety, which I yeah. laid it entirely to her personal feelings about drinking so much as it was court ordered so i feel like now she oh know, really i didn't even know that she's gonna slowly yeah she had to like blow in that thing three times. oh i think so the last oh. episode they showed she's she was off probation now okay. so she's done like with probation and so she technically so like, how will she drink? transition back into the world of like 
drinking wine and being like, that wasn't really my Yeah, goal. Damon, what's that like? A sip at a time. <laughs> what? Oh, you want to talk about how many relapses I've had? <laughs> I'm currently four months sober. So. Hey, congrats. Luann, yeah. if you're listening. Uh... <laughs> yeah, if you got you any uh, strength and experience that might carry me through, uh, <laughs> please call in. <laughs> oh, you're saying yes, the other way around, of course. Yeah. Um, D- Damon, did you have a favorite character, like being somebody who's kind of new to this? No, I don't even understand how anybody could watch this. Um, <laughs> no, not, like it's, it's people without problems pretending to have problems, and then yes. they somehow get an hour of it. Like, how do you do that? Um, you That's know? a good question. But Dorinda's house flooded. Oh, yeah. yeah she was crying. Over <laughs> her house. Remember that? This lady, oh, my, my third house cost yeah. 15000 more dollars to repair. Yeah. Who fucking cares, lady. You know what yeah. I mean? She's using like an $800 napkin to, try, to dry her tears from falling into her Botoxed face. You know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> Wait, are we? Do you think we're not going to get a. a a Berkshire's episode then this season? Maybe not. Maybe not because of their Ooh. shoot schedule. I assume is pretty tight. What are they shooting? Shoot like three months or something, right? Got it. Yeah. They don't really transition seasons. The Berserkshires. The Berserkshires. <laughs> you know, when yeah. she was doing that cry scene that Damon's talking about, that was another plastic surgery moment where I was like, that's like what's funny about those ladies' faces <laughs> is that like when they are actually legitimately emotional, yeah. it's not translating. And she had, I mean, even right. though the tear ducts didn't seem to be functioning i mean her there's a youtube video uh, somewhere that is just a mashup of like housewives crying and like being unable to have a normal human looking cry because of the fillers and 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 again i want to say this i am 35 now if i could just fill my face with poison i would i just i don't have so i no judgment checks from the government You guys want to hear a story that both includes my alcoholism and a plastic surgery? Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's this comedian, Christy, who um, she's in New York. And uh, I had never met her before, but my buddy, Eric, who I run punching bag comedy with, uh, I, I met him out and I drank like three or four pitchers. Like at like, this is like one in the afternoon. And he's like, come meet my friend, Christy. Right. So the first time I ever met Christy, I go into her house and she just had tear duct surgery or something, uh, something to do with her eyes, right? Okay. And so she's completely blind, right? She's got like, <laughs> she's got like uh, bandages over all of her eyes. And she's like, hello, it's nice to meet you. You know what I mean? <laughs> she can't see me at all, but I'm so drunk and we're talking and eventually I got in a fight with her sister, right? Mm-hmm. I got a, like some kind of argument with her. <laughs> that sister. makes sense. Yeah, that checks out. Like, Get him out of here. I cannot cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the verge of crying. I don't even know who this guy is. <laughs> that like her, her tear ducts would explode if she cried. <laughs> what a job. I feel like there is a housewives <laughs> moment where that happened, but I can't place it. But like where someone was like, I can't cry because like, they had just gotten their yeah, eyes I, done or something. I went to get... Uh, then Eric went to pick up her medication, so he she didn't have uh, insurance. I don't know how many hippo laws I'm breaking right now, but um, so we go to get her medication, right? And he gets uh, he he pays for it in cash, and uh, and it's it's Vicodin, and he opens it up to make sure it's there, and he spills it all over like <laughs> Avenue, and it's just like a whole bottle of Vicodin, right? and uh, 
yeah and uh, i don't know it was a long i i guess that went nowhere but it was it was was i think it tells a a story of you know who you really are and the type of uh things that can happen in uh, upstate new york honestly i'm more i'm more curious about a woman who got her eyes like surgery on her eyes and then was like come on over guys i don't know could you go get my vicodin for me what's that woman up to i mean that's kind of the world though that like we come from in like performing where everybody tries to just have a huge circle right you want to make a lot of friends you want to have a lot of contacts yeah for these women on on real housewives of new york they're like small circle even like having one new person into the show this leah they're like i like her and but they're like but not really we're like they gave tinsley mortimer shit for like the whole four seasons and then finally she has one person to talk to that's going to be on her side and they're immediately these the older crowd is like trying to step on her basically right there was a whole scene where like they didn't want the other girl like talking to her friends and stuff remember yeah. that they were like are you here or what you know what i mean <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah are you present but that's the like construct of the show that i hate the most is that idea that like we have to pretend like they're an actual social circle and not yeah. a new castmate like that's the part i hate when they're like it's Tin- tinsley's friend leah <laughs> and i'm like no it's the new castmate to the show yeah. that you're that the idea that we have to buy into this thing that is somehow tinsley is introducing her and none of them know her name that they didn't all sit in a you know uh so i am so stupid <laughs> that i'm like they're all friends, right? Like, I watch this and I buy it immediately. <laughs> I think they do have, like, a, the same social life, but I feel like the idea that this is some kind of, you know, the idea that they, like, for the first three episodes call Leah Tinsley's friend. Yeah, yeah. Right. When we saw the press release, like, three months ago. Right. Housewife, yeah. There's usually, like, this weird, like, put upon, like, so housewives usually are referred by other housewives, like, when they're recasting and things like that, and so there's usually some sort of connection, but there is always this like put upon like, like, oh, this is my friend. I invited her to this party and she just casually became a part of the cast. And it's like, duh, of course, that's not what happened. But I will say I did think it was like a real boss move of Ramona to pretend she did not know what Leah's name was for like three different events. Because I was just like, we all know she knows the woman's <laughs> name. They all signed a contract. Yeah, like, she's not she not, And I felt like that was a real boss what move of Ramona. What is Leah's tagline at the beginning? It was really good. <laughs> Um, it's like, don't fuck with me. I'll stab you in your liver. No, what is it? It's like, it's uh, float like a butterfly, sting like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that stuck out. Yeah, actually. That's yeah. so good. Damon, do you, what would your ta- I guess that's the question for this type of show. It's like, think about what your tagline might be, and we'll we'll ask that. Should we take a short break? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna take a short break so I can. Pour myself another beer and uh, probably probably yell at our children. Probably yell at our kids. They're yelling in the background. Um, and we'll be right back on Welcome to Reality. Welcome back on Welcome to Reality. I'm Ryan Mason. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. We are. I cut you off it's while fine. you say your own name. Um, the last names, you know. Uh, my wife did not take I my did. full name. She I, hyphenated her name and my name together. So I did take it, but I a, just kept mine as, on like as well. A permanent F you. <laughs> Every time she says her name, she's like, but not all the way, right? Um, we are joined by uh, one of my good friends in comedy, uh, Damon Millard. Hey, yo. 
He's mm -hmm. uh, uh, originally from New York, uh, which is very appropriate for this episode as we talk about Real Housewives mm -hmm. of New York. And we're also joined by Zuzana Shotkovsky. Wow. You're really I'm nailing it. Two, nailing it. Um, <laughs> Susana is a, uh, an actress um, who has been on the show Gossip Girl and a lot of other things. You, you've been on a ton of things. Um, is most of the, the acting work that you do is in like New York? Yeah, I happen to have worked on every TV show I ever booked was a New York show, so, which is kind of lucky for oh, me. Oh, you were on Criminal Law Intent. and Order, Criminal yeah. Intent, right? My first job, yeah, I had like three Law and Orders I was on when I was first out of school. and I love that show. Twice. Played a hooker. I was a hooker once that got oh. punched in the face and I fell in a bush and I got paid extra for combat. Nice. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. <laughs> they should pay regular hookers for that. I know they should have got just a regular. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you were you were on Sopranos as well, right? I was. That was actually my uh, right before I did Gossip Girl. I played basically the same part on Sopranos. I was also Polish maid. Perfect. Polish <laughs> maid. They're like a maid, but she holds the the brush upside down, like she does it does it wrong. My wife's Polish, so it's okay. No, I, you still can't make fun. <laughs> is it okay to make no, fun of Polish people? You're not Polish. Damon, do you make fun of Polish people? Like, Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it's fine, man. Right. Well, we're at her dad's house, and we're about to eat a chicken that was left out all night. Because <laughs> that's how oh you How'd you catch it? <laughs> <laughs> this is like Ryan. Ryan, when he goes to my parents' house, he always like like has some sort of weird issue about the fact that my mom just defrosts meat on the, on the countertop. Is no, that no. a Polish thing? This, this was, was dried out hot. overnight. <laughs> dried? A raw chicken hung on a hanger hook for like 10, 12 hours. Can you do that? No. <laughs> but It's but good can't. enough for a necktie. Good enough for can't a chicken. can't talk about science around you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Um, wonderful. Well, we're getting. Uh, well, I don't know if you know this, but Sonia Morgan worked for Donald Trump at some point. That's right. That's what right. What did she ever do besides the toaster oven thing? Unclear. She she claimed at some point. Um, on Carol's last season, where they like had the where I think it broke Carol when Donald Trump won the election. Um, right. She was Sonia. Sonia suggested she worked for Donald Trump, and the only thing that she seemed to show was like a picture of her standing next to Donald Trump. So I have no idea what she did or did not do for him. I mean, I would. I think say, Sonia I would is the most mysterious in terms of her life because, like, yes, we don't see her daughter, and I imagine that she has like somewhat of a normal relationship with her daughter, and like her actual day to day, like she seems like the most put on character. Yes, where we don't get any real in, like, how does she live? She seems like she has someone taking care of her. There's some sort of like, where does the income come from with her? Like, it is really interesting. But I also find her to be the most, um, she's a character. Like, she, she's very, like, um, eccentric. Uh, Do you watch Drag Race by any chance? I have seen it, but I'm not caught up on it now okay there, i just randomly there was one episode where when sonia was doing like her like she said she claimed one time that she has the most famous thursday night gay parties in new york city yeah. <laughs> which i don't know how you would quantify that right. uh but in the background once was aquaria who won drag race like two years after that so maybe scene. Like, so like she, i just think she hangs girl. out with like 
she's yeah she's just like a, she's in the scene so what you can just get you can make money from just hanging out with cool gay dudes we should have done that damon we would have been i mean i've been doing it for free for a while so <laughs> i'll look into it and see if there's paperwork I can or um let's plow through this episode like, a little um wait, talk about the fact that it's not a show um this here's show what here's what happened um mm-hmm. yeah break lunch. it down as an outsider here okay here's here's the episode they had lunch they went to the hamptons they had lunch and then they went out for dinner did i pretty much nail it <laughs> they should call this show having lunch <laughs> they, they, i always i always argued damon and that like i l- actually like watching people eat right like i'm for some reason that is something i will watch right but I don't like people to argue while they do it. You right. Know I mean? You know what show I do like? Diners, drive-ins, and dives. That's what I like. <laughs> yeah, okay. No. Nope. I like that show, man. <laughs> Remember they came to Comet Cafe? Yes, yeah. of course. And then right after that, I went over there and had an akimbo burger. Right after that. I feel like they skipped a lot of the good food when they they yes. like they really focused on that Thanksgiving ball that they yeah, serve. Because that's like, the kind of gross. shit Guy Fury eats. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, any one of these women would be lucky to go on a date wait, with Guy speak, Fieri. Wait, I don't, I don't, I want to, I want to guide us back towards this, but um, that first scene where they went to like the rooftop place and it was kind of like a fake, You're let's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. You guys no, go that's there? Okay. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, I haven't been there. Um, I used to work on a ferry boat though that, that went by there a lot. So. Okay, good perspective. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, they would be like, "Look at that! Look at that! Look at that piece of trash down there on the boat!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From up here, it looks like he doesn't have a neck. <laughs> but Bravo always does this thing where we always get to see them order, which I love because it's always like, "I'll have the salmon salad," and we just watch right. women order I- salmon salads a hundred thousand times. But this time, the waitress came up and like. Tinsley was just like on one and you could just see this waitress being like um okay uh, and then she left and then she came back right. and tried again and then she left and then finally she came back and Tinsley like was still on one she just looks at her and she just goes I'll have a Chardonnay yeah <laughs> <Pinot> <laughs> oh, was a Pinot Gris sorry but it made me laugh so hard well I love the restaurant scenes because it's like the my favorite is to watch the you know other diners yeah, right. like how much they pay attention. I mean, because it's like if you think about it, they're shooting for so long in yeah. that restaurant. Eventually, it would get boring, and you'd have to like focus on your own meal. But it's it is kind of great, like the fact that they, you know, because I actually saw I was at some charity event a million years ago, and I saw Tinsley Mortimer shooting her reality show that we were talking about that she had a reality show before this. And it's the only time I've ever seen a reality show being shot in person. And the lights were so bright and it was a dark, I mean, it was like an evening party, but she was lit up like a, you know, Christmas like a tree. Runway. Yeah. And so it's not, you can't possibly not take note, you know? So I yeah. feel like we're sitting at those tables, just their lights have to be so bright on them that like, yeah. you know, I feel like there must the, be eight crew members there. And they're so loud. Like yeah, those women are so the loud. Around, they're trying to act like they're not seeing it is my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. I like, I, weirdly, I like Tinsley. I feel like I, I feel like she's very tread on during these shows because she's the new one. But now she's not the new one a little bit. 
Um, so I'm, I'm thinking I might like her less. Well, bad news or good news. I don't know. She's, uh, she's, you know, she had that dog when her dog died and she called 911 and they tried to resuscitate it for her. Like, that really defines Tinsley. She called 911. I did for not her know dog. that. Oh, I actually did it. They tried to resuscitate the dog. Yeah, I mean, simpler times, but, truly. Uh, unfortunately, the EMT was Polish and he was blowing on the wrong end. <laughs> <laughs> Do you oh. realize those firemen had to go drive past dying homeless men to yeah. get to this mansion or whatever? Like, yeah, well, her, I think during the like coronavirus uh, like epidemic here, I care the least about animals that I've ever cared ever. <laughs> right? Like, I'll hang a chicken on a wire outside, or like, I'll watch Tiger King no. and be like, "Free these people! All right, get them out there!" You know. <laughs> I did like though uh, that Tinsley felt like she had to learn Chinese to speak to her dogs because they came from China, and like I get yes. it. My parents once got a dog who spoke Spanish, but like, is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was the dog's name? Henry. Oh, that's not a Spanish name. Well, we they didn't know the name. It wandered into my it, whatever. They it, they found a stray dog and it spoke Spanish, but you just speak English to it until they know English. Like they don't actually speak that language. Oh. They just hear sit or whatever it is in Spanish. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And they do what they're supposed to do, but I did like that she was learning Chinese for her dog. I think that's nice. What do you think of her? What what's your take? That's the one with the cornrows? With the, with yes. no yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I feel like, I don't understand why the problems with Scott. I always liked that, Scott. I thought they were cute. The coupon The guy? coupon king. The coupon king. Scott? Yeah. I think it was just a long distance relationship thing. Because yeah. he, he lives in Chicago. Scott setup thing. The, I don't know. Oh, so Ryan doesn't understand. So essentially they broke up and she was still like living the high life or whatever and so dorinda accused her of having some sort of arrangement where scott was paying her bills and doing whatever this she said she got more stuff after they broke more free stuff after they broke up than when they were together but i don't understand so part of the arrangement was that she got free stuff what did she have to do well according to her nothing well that makes sense Well, that's why, that's why Dorinda, because they, they, I think this was the first episode, but they flash back to when Dorinda said, I didn't, I earned all of my stuff. I didn't have to lay on my back, which is a real shitty thing to say to someone, but also Dorinda did. You think she's sleeping on the job? Is that what, <laughs> right, right. what I was thinking? <laughs> and then Dorinda said that thing about her shoes where she was like, I just tripped over my heel, but at least I bought my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> which is weird because like Dorinda just married a rich yeah, man too. Yeah, her husband is very right. rich, right? Yeah, not a lot yeah. of poor guys walking around there. Um, She's like, he bought me all this stuff, yes, and I do have sex with him, but we're married. Okay? No, 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 he, her her husband died. And he's dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's a big difference between New York and, like, the, um, especially OC, is that the New York housewives have, if they have men, they have, like, rich men. And yeah. And the OC, there's a lot of, like, hanger-oners, like, there was yeah. books, and then, um, What's her name? Gretchen had that boyfriend who was on like every reality show. Slade. Slade. Yeah. And so I feel like in New York, you don't have the, like the men are not taking the ride the same way necessarily. It must be just. I feel like that's like, Atla- like Atlanta too. I feel like all the women are very successful in Atlanta and they are married to some like, like, like two of them. Well, one is currently incarcerated now. 
Well, that's too bad. That's attractive to some people. (laughs) (laughs) Bad boys. Are you saying bad boys? They do all right. Yeah, for sure. I just think of when you, it makes me think of uh, Denise Richards' husband, who's this like, right? Her current husband? Yeah, that guy who's just this like real good looking guy with a tremendous uh, situation. Right. Uh, so to speak and uh, uh like he was just like a yoga teacher or something he i don't like, even think he was a yoga teacher he uh, he like owned <laughs> he was a janitor at he the owned yoga studio. <laughs> he owned like a healing center i think he's just like one of those people that's like that sounds very california sit in a quiet room and like he told you about colors or something have any have you, he does body work or something okay okay <laughs> yeah. i bet he does yeah. so have you two been to the hamptons can you give perspective on like what the hamptons is actually like where were we when we went for Jill's birthday? No, that was uh, that was in no. We were on the other. Branch. We were uh, that was the um, so how Southampton goes to the south. We were on the North Fork. We were on the is, North Fork over here. So that we went but there. It was still kind of fancy. Yeah, we went to a restaurant that was very fancy for the fact that it was out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. We live in Wisconsin. I went to the so. once and I went, I mean, the Oh, so let stuff. me give you um, an equivalent. It's like Door County. That's exactly what Ryan said when he was watching this. It's like Door County, but on tax refund weekend. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> that is exactly, Ryan said, I think the Hamptons is just like Door County. And I was like, kind of, but it seems like maybe they also have money. Right. You guys be oh, well, the Hamptons is very spooky in that, like, the one time I went to the actual Hamptons where those women go, uh, I was with my friend, and we drove by the Grey Gardens mansion to see oh. it. Oh, Grey Gardens. So we got out and, like, like trespassed on these people's property just so we could say we were there. That, I'm sure it happens all the time, right? So that, yeah. So that was, like, I mean, that is, the houses are gorgeous, but it also seems like this weird place because it's, like, suburban and you know not much is going on but it's like super what's a word for that tony yeah yeah <laughs> so it sounds like you're you're like a uh a, a person who's into reality all the way all the way to the greats the hits the real hits i mean great gardens is like a a deep cut even though it's a criterion collection you know if you you talk to a young person you're like you know it's a great reality thing to watch is great gardens you'd have to do a lot of explaining well sonia was very much in like the like people were relating like call call it like saying she was living like great gardens and then i one apartment or house was falling apart yeah right because one of her and one of her taglines one year was uh there's nothing, gra- <laughs> yes. great my There's nothing great about my garden. There's nothing great about my garden. Oh, okay. And she's talking about, like, uh, her vagina. Is that, that is unbelievable. No, her garden. No, she, like, <laughs> I always thought, so my, we don't have to talk about, like, a bunch of the episode stuff. My, my favorite character uh, has always been yes. Ramona. Ramona is my, like, ride or die because she reminds me of my mother. Um, because she drinks a shitload of wine and basically says whatever is on her mind. Um, but oh, in this, she's great. Um, she's Ooh. Damon here. I'm doing all the purchasing for my parents uh, during this time, all the shopping for my parents. And I get a text about once a day that from my mom that says, if you're going to the liquor store, five bottles of Chardonnay, please. <laughs> So today I bought her five bottles of Chardonnay. Yeah, I did get a text from your dad today too that said, if it's not too late, get tater tots. 
So, so that's how they're doing. That's how they're doing. You don't need anything else. Yeah, that's how you. <laughs> so they're just living on Chardonnay and tater tots over there. Fun if like if like for a contest the like Real Housewives had like a regular woman come on to go out to the Hamptons for dinner. Right. Right. Who like, would you pick though? You'd have to pick somebody who had like some sort of cred from the reality of like world no, like, like sweepstakes bro just like straight a up fan whoosh, like a fan fan right yeah and then all of a sudden it's like debbie mason right my yeah. mom would would pass out in the sun like at 2 30. but her her and ramona would like they yeah they would do the, like the the day drink thing pass out ramona for the would afternoon, convince her to show get back like, plastic up. surgery she'd be like you should get them done <laughs> she'd be like why not you know yeah for sure. And my mom would like teach them how to play pool or something, you know. That's like, but I will say that is the thing about New York is that like they're all beautiful and they like truly I am shocked at like Ramona is 61 years old and she looks right. amazing. Um but when you get to the scenes where like Luann is trying to turn on a television, it you it just really hits home that we are just watching elderly women. Right. Like we're just <laughs> watching elderly women fight with each other. And I yeah. and I it's love like, it. Yeah. It's that's like, what Damon hates though, right? Just ghouls and makeup, like just <laughs> fucking spackled on and like no real problems. This this lady's biggest the biggest problem in the entire episode was that she had to stay in this very nice basement right it was yeah. like, better than any home i've ever lived in my entire <laughs> life yeah when she walked around like like comically shivering in the yes. largest way Teeth chattering <laughs> problem was that the air conditioning was too good she doesn't sleep in air <laughs> conditioning she doesn't sleep in air conditioning well i don't like blankets <laughs> i can relate to that <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so damon have you ever been at a show where like this is this happens sometimes where you're on stage you have a great night and then like an older woman hits on you like you know in, like like one of these types has that happened to you yeah i've been hit on yeah because <laughs> oh. <laughs> like i'm saying like a lot of times that like if you do a show where it's mostly an older audience sometimes these type of women will come out of the woodwork and be like let me buy you a drink or whatever. And it's very awkward because they are so emboldened. Like this yeah. group of women are so emboldened to say whatever they want. Boomers, Ramona, man. Ramona talks about like how she's a flirt. And she's like, I'll be a flirt until I, until I die. That's just who I am, you know? Yeah, for um, the next year is basically what she's saying. Right, right, because <laughs> of coronavirus. <laughs> Strike yeah, that. Girls are, all of these women are at risk of. Yeah, don't put that out into the universe. Yeah. Andy Cohen had it. Yeah, right? Don't yeah. put that in the universe. That's why you got to get out of New York. Escape from New York. Um, anything else that was uh, really on people's mind for the show? I think we can. Well, I think we should talk really quick. We should talk about Leah and the whole the whole tattoo situation oh, okay. tattoo gate um so leah has a tattoo it is on her lower back my wife has one too it's sort of a tribal thing um, it's horror i also am the owner of a terrible tattoo yeah. so so i well we we sort of all are wait uh susana do you have a terrible tattoo i don't have a tattoo but i, I love tattoos and actually that's the other reality show genre that's i love watching i watch um ink master <laughs> Okay, so I don't watch that, but I am so intrigued by this. Like, I see the commercials for the season, which is like East versus West versus Midwest versus South, and then like that, like something about that. I'm just like, I better watch this and root for the Midwest. 
Right. Here's why you should watch it. Because basically what happens is it, it's it's set up just like any of those cooking contest shows mm-hmm. where everybody does a thing and then and then they like make fun of it or say that it's good. Yeah. It all gets judged, right? But these are actual tattoos. Yeah, I know. I always up, think. Yeah. Right? So like, well, so they call them the tattoos. human canvases. So they're like, here are your human canvases. And oh, no. <laughs> I don't like that. And then they're like, ah, oh, that sucks, bro. You're eliminated. Can you imagine? Yeah, you We're from Wisconsin. Some like, people here became human canvases uh, to the psychopaths. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> people love being on TV, so they'll be like, I got this shit tattoo that got that guy yeah. eliminated. I'm so proud. Everything's well, fixable, though, too, right? Like, like tattoos, you can probably fix them. Like that yeah. guy on uh, Tiger King. His, his yeah, oh, my God. The bull, yes. Um, so do, I guess my question is, do people in New York have tattoos? <laughs> That conversation was so confusing to me because also, if anything, it was uh, Sonia and Ramona that were like super judgmental about it. And then somehow Leah got super mad at Dorinda who made like what I thought was kind of a funny joke. Right. Like, like right. predisposed, predisposed to be hating on Dorinda. And I feel like she comes in because like, I mean, not, you know, to be like a behind the curtain kind of look at it, but I feel like they were like, you know, you're the new castmate, you better be controversial. Yeah. Like, get out there and right. fight. And so like the picking the fight with Dorinda is obviously the like hottest thing you could do. But I feel like even yeah. then it didn't, it fizzled so fast because- by the It felt safe to me though, it. because they, were stay- they weren't staying at Dorinda's house. It wasn't right. like Dorinda could be like, get the F out. Right. I didn't think that she would pick a fight with Ramona in that instance because Ramona had like a real ace card to play and then the other part that I was thinking about um and I can't stop thinking about is a sheer bucket hat like a bucket hat that you can <laughs> see through <laughs> so bad it was like a mosquito hat it was like a mosquito <laughs> hat you know what it, was? it was like the first draft of a hat you know what I mean <laughs> Hey, I got an idea for a hat. I don't, I, I don't know if it's going to be good. couldn't afford all the fabric, so we made it out of chicken wire. I think that's your imagination. But <laughs> this, Imagine this hat. The thing that upset me the most about the hat, outside of like, it just was kind of ugly or whatever, but why did it have a white tag in the back that of it? That was so weird. It's a mesh hat. It's a black mesh hat where you could see through, and the back had this very large white tag. Right. Why? It's like the type of hat that LL Cool J would wear if he wanted people to see his hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've got a good haircut. I want them to see it. But I also, mm-hmm. this is part of my image. That's yeah. the only person that I would say could pull that off. Like if this hat had a commercial, it was like, does your hair look good? But you want to wear a hat? Yeah. We got the perfect hat for you. It's a mesh net hat. <laughs> look good. Don't get stung by mosquitoes. This is your Hamptons hat. Oh, God. But Leah being like, you know who can pull this hat off? Me. Leah. Right. Like, that's just, that's overconfident. Leah had this, like, like put upon swagger that yeah. I didn't love. Uh, I, I don't dislike her. I'm not there yet. But, like, there was, so, like, I was watching it and I, I felt like she, did, I don't know if anyone is, probably, Ryan knows because I made him watch it, but Mob Wives is one of my very favorite shows of all time. And there's a character called Drita who is, like, actually a terrifying human being and, like, and she seemed like a bad impression of Drita. Does that land with anybody? No? Okay, cool. She's I never saw that, but I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> 
You know what that reminds me of is like my other big like complaint about this episode in terms of fashion and appearances, which it's like a new trend. And Leah was the biggest, um, uh, you know, uh, violator. violator of this is that this like nude lipstick thing. So this mm. idea of wearing a lipstick that is like just a shade paler than your face skin. Yeah. It's something so like kind of, you know, I like, like aggressive about it. Like it has- like, I didn't notice that. Kind of, like, I, I guess as a guy, I'm just like, these are all pretty ladies. Like I'm a dumbass. <laughs> it makes Leah look tough like a mob wife or something. As a nice yeah. I like it when a girl looks dead. <laughs> like it that she's Plus low iron. She looks like she's low iron. <laughs> all right well um is there anything else that you want to bring up nicole well, i don't know not really I overall mean, i know the show is probably close to your heart susanna um and that you will watch it again um so but our, our big question that we generally ask at the end of shows is you know would you watch this show again oh no <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a show dude what would what would make it better for you, Damon? What would like keep the concept of the show? What what would you want to see these ladies doing? Fucking working. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like at a toll booth, like put them at a toll booth or something. Or... Yeah. Oh my god, that would be actually so great. I I don't know. I just I don't see any. I mean, it's so bad that they have to like create fake um, conflict all the time, right? Right. It's, it's all, it's, it's so And bad. we should say you create a lot of conflict at your work. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. <laughs> I guess it's weird though to be like work, like this is their job essentially is to be a socialite that's on TV, right? So that is their job. So they are like working. I just don't see any, like, I don't see how it's enjoyable to just watch fucking old ladies argue while you doing they have no real problems whatsoever. Where's your favorite place? It's not as important like... as enjoyable as it, it's important that it's comforting to me. Right. I'll yeah, watch, I might. I'll watch when Dorinda gets cancer and like, people <gasps> don't. Oh, oh, don't yeah. put that out in the world. Let's watch it. Yeah. Because that's drama, you're saying. Oh, eyebrows. Come on, let's watch that. No, that's awful. <laughs> no. I probably, went, I I probably went high shelf on that, but like. We can... <laughs> <laughs> you turned it up the dial went yeah you wanted you wanted to go to five and you went to 12 I feel like, you know I feel like, yes like i get where you're coming from though where you're like if i want to watch old ladies argue i'll go down to the kroger yeah. and i will like you know make it so there's only one thing of coffee left or whatever yeah. you know good good point is that fun <laughs> well <laughs> what if someone faked having cancer Cause that's happened on. Right, that happened on the Real Housewives of Orange County. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Well, also, I you think that... never see these kind of eyelashes at Kroger. That's the other thing. It's like that's oh, true. The eyelash. I... That's. True. I've never worn. I mean, I've never worn a fake eyelash in my life, but. Uh, I'm I'm usually impressed by them. I like I, Sonia's looked great this this episode. Usually hers are a little like hot mess, but like they looked great this episode. Oh, really? Very can't get past this what is it like what do you get out of it you just you watch their fashion like, I don't so my 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 general theory on this there's two big theories one it's basically like like wrestling where it's kind of fake it's yeah it's oh. put upon but there is a there is a talent 
there is a type of housewife that has a talent and and you know that because some are only one season housewives but like so there's a there's an there's a real talent to it but it's kind of fake and yet we like the pageantry we like the the drama the storylines the gossip uh the talking shit about each other and then my other big theory is like it's just kind of like it's like tennessee williams it's just like a slice of life you know and it's not a life that you get maybe but it's a slice of life you know right Slice of a life you'll never know, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which one's Undertaker? <laughs> um, well, that's great. You guys, I want to say thank you so much for thank um, spending you. I know some time it's with so us late during the quarantine. For you guys. Um, and especially, yeah, taking some time late at night because our, our kids have to be wrestled into bed. Um, but Damon, I miss you terribly. Uh, I miss you, man. I hope you come back and visit us uh, sometime soon. And I hope comedy exists after this. I, I'm doing Zoom shows. Uh, I made, I'm making money doing Zoom shows. Well, uh, awesome. help a brother out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Susana, it's wonderful uh, to have you on. And um, we hope all the best for you. Don't eat that chicken. Uh, <laughs> would be my advice. So much trouble. You heard of that. that. I mean, that's going to make no sense because that conversation didn't oh, happen, didn't happen. Mike, okay. so you know what there was a thing do you guys have anything chicken. to plug any um zoom shows zoom shows instagram follow Twitter, whatever. on instagram I'm on, I'm on the virtual comedy tour right now through april i got i got dates every weekend uh i don't know how to find it though and i don't have to worry about that but, perfect so don't check any of those out because they're horrible by the way perfect <laughs> still probably fine but doing it sucks um it's weird right yeah I'm going to record an album this year, and uh, I'll tell you more about that later, but buy my old album. Shane yeah, buy album. Damon's old albums. Um, where can they find those? iTunes, right? Yeah, it's on iTunes. It's on everything. Yeah. All right. Well, How they- about you, Susanna? We have two guests. I'm sorry. I'm really bad at this. <laughs> yeah, you really, I'm just like chopped liver over here. Jesus. Um, <laughs> no, I'm going to be on a new show um, on HBO, but it got pushed, so we'll see if I ever make it, but hopefully I will. Do you do Instagram, Twitter, or anything like that? Yeah, Zuzana Wanda. Z-U-Z-A-N-N-A W-A-N-D-A. Perfect. Oh yeah, and follow Punching Bag Comedy. Uh, That's the new cast of Killers, by the way. Punching Bag Comedy. (laughs) On Instagram. Perfect. So us, you can find our, our show at, uh, on Twitter. We're on TO underscore pod. And on Instagram, we're welcome to reality MKE. Ryan, uh, anything? Double Gooding Jr. is my Twitter. Uh, you can follow that. Um, that's it. I'm not doing too much right now. I'm, I'm, I have an album, but it's coming out. I'm, it's taking forever, Damon. That's true story. But you know what? Go buy Damon's album. It'll make you laugh. It makes me laugh. So um, thank you so much, Susanna. Thank you guys so much. And uh, we'll catch everybody next time on Welcome to Reality.